welcome. You've now been locked into an episode of Dad Tough. Dad Tough. Bringing you your weekly injection of any and everything dad, husband, and man. So sit back, grab a beer, get rid of that pesky wife and kids, and get ready to dive into fatherhood, marriage, men's health, youth sports, and a bunch more nonsense coming straight to your screen, headphones, and into your hearts. Sometimes being a dad is tough, and sometimes you gotta be tough to be dad. Are you dad tough? Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dad Tough. I'm your host, Blake Brown. Today, we're gonna do something a little different. Something that I've been excited to try. This is definitely a, uh, a a sample. We're gonna see how it goes. But you notice that I've got quite a bit of people, and we've kind of kind of run into some uh, some issues with uh, some connect you know connection issues and stuff. So we're definitely uh, we're definitely we're here now. It's been what about a, about an hour, an hour, about an hour or so trying to get this stuff done. So we're definitely gonna see how this goes. Hopefully. We won't have to stop. Hopefully, we don't lose connection. So, we're, we're just going to run with it. But like I said, guys, we're going to do something different today. Something I'm super excited about. I think I'm going to name it name it something something like War Wednesday or something eventually if it comes, if it comes popular. Where it is, what it is, is pretty much battle of the sexes as far as opinions on relationships, children, marriage, whatever the case may be. If it causes conflict, we're going to talk about it. But I'll tell you what, guys. We are going to start this off right. We're going to do what I call a shot and story, where we take shots and you tell us a little bit about yourself. This segment is brought to you by High Ridge Spirits of the, the Distillery, located in Florence, Alabama, where every bit of their alcohol is brewed in store, on site. If you guys have not checked this place out, definitely give it a good good check. And, and it's a great environment. They got live music almost every day of the week, open mic nights on Wednesdays. If you want to sing a song, tell a joke, read a, read a poem, whatever the case may be, make sure you get signed up on that list. All right. So what we're drinking is moonshine. I think yours is about gone already. It's been, yeah, it's been, it's been I started early. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. It's been well, and you know, in your defense, it, it has uh, took us about an hour to get this thing going. But like I said we're we're taking a couple shots of moonshine. So what I'm going to do is we're going to raise a glass and look, guys, we're going to have fun. This is going to be fun. So we're going to give it a try. So I'm going to raise a glass and thank y'all for being on here and get ready to get this thing started. So we're going to go shot. Love me some old moonshine. It's crazy, man. I keep saying on every episode that you know moonshine is is, is a southern thing, and it and it must be true just because you know y'all both. I mean, y'all reach for the for the bottle of moonshine, to, yeah. some moonshine yeah. to try. You know, I said I'm always good for some, ready for some good moonshine. But anyways, guys, we got Mr. T.J. Fowler on here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, what's up, guys? I'm I'm T.J. Uh, I married my wife's Emily. Uh, I have five kids between the two of us, a big-ass blended family. We got Sydney, Caleb, Reed, Libby, and Lizzie. Uh, I work full-time for the Army, uh, Alabama Army National Guard. It's actually a new adventure I'm starting next week, a new career, and I'm pretty stoked about that. 
And, uh, yeah, I've known Blake for several years now. I tolerated his ass working, living with him on a boat. So we share like birthdays and Christmas together. And I hated every minute. Yeah, I'm here to support him. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, man. I'm glad you could be here. We got Miss Ashley Franks. Hey there, Ashley Franks. I am married so long, I just about can't remember. 22 years, I think. Golly. 23 years. We have three kids, um, two boys and a girl. We space them out. We have a 23-year-old, an 18-year-old, and an 11-year-old. I do work. My husband's in construction. I am in the pharma industry in sales. So, And I have known Blake, as we would say in the South, since he was knee-high to a grasshopper. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's actually all right. I'm all right. He's okay. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'll take it, man. I'll take it. I'll take all of it. He was my boss. He was my mate. So, he tolerated me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then – there on the, the top right-hand side of the screen, we got Mr. Brandon and Miss Elena Lowry. How are y'all doing? Doing good. Go ahead. <laughs> um, well, we're married, obviously. Uh, we have four kids, uh, four boys, 13, 8, 4, and 2. So we didn't space them out. We got Connor, Jasper, Lyndon, and Phoenix. Almost forgot his name. Go ahead. Oh, we've been married for almost nine years. I did nine years in the military, so I know what he's saying. And uh, go ahead. What did you say? I didn't hear. I didn't hear you. I didn't. I didn't hear you. Stay at home and take care of him. Well, that's, I bet that's a job there in itself. Yeah. I bet, I bet he's a handful. I bet he's probably the worst kid in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. And then down on the bottom left hand of the screen, we got Miss Jessica Graham. Is that how you say it? Is it Graham, right? It's Graham, yeah. I know it was Chase for a long time, and I know you finally changed it on Facebook. So. <laughs> finally. <laughs> I'm Jessica. I'm married for, I've been married for a year. I've been with my husband for seven. We have three kids, Devin, Caden, and Aiden. We're a blended family and we have our first baby on the way together. However you would say that. A stay at home mom for the first time in forever and small business owner. Small business owner. Awesome. And awesome there, we got on the bottom middle, Mr. Jeremy Gales. Is I'm, am I saying that right? Is it Gales? Beautifully, as awesome, you say. Awesome. Yes, sir. My name is Jeremy Gale, senior, actually. Senior. Uh, Man, I should yes, put sir. that in there. Ah, uh, you know, titles, titles. We don't need them. But uh, yeah, married, going on seven years now. Have four beautiful children. We are also very much blended. And um, small business. I also work with Amber Care on the side. That's how I like to think about it. And. Uh, yeah, just happy to be here. Awesome, man. Glad you could, glad you can make it, man. I, I, I enjoy every single one of you being on here, and I appreciate y'all being patient with me <laughs> trying to get this thing going. And on the bottom right, we got Miss Candace. Would you say it's Wheeland? Wheeland. Wheeland. Okay, I'm, I'm horrible with names. <laughs> uh, my name's Candace. Um, I'm married. My husband's in the military, currently deployed. Uh, we've been married for 13 years. Um, we have four kids, 
two from a previous marriage, which is Blake's wife brother. Yeah, so seven years. And I have a 21 year old and a 19 year old with him. And then me and my husband now have three year old twins, a boy and a girl. And like I said, he's in the military and I'm an RN. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, first of all, I want to thank everyone here for your service, for your husband's service. Big supporter of our military. If it wasn't for y'all, we wouldn't be able to do the things that we do today. Yeah. Well, anyways, guys, topic of discussion today is going to be the household duties in a relationship. I'm super excited about that. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to be the first one to start it off, okay? I'm going to just go ahead and flat out say that the woman needs to be in the kitchen making them sandwiches. Let's go. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but, but I mean, that's the thing, man. It's, it's, it's different in every household. That's something I've noticed. It's, it's different in every household. Whether it, it stems from, you know, how you were raised, how you, uh, how your parents did it. I know a lot of people go off of that. Uh, you know, me personally. You know, I've been in, you know, several different relationships, and and I've been a different person in each one. And and luckily, you know, over the years, I've I've grown into uh, a better husband, a better man, you know, and, and a better father. Because I honestly, I did. You know, back in the day, I really did. I was raised that way. You know, my my aunts, you know, my uncles, my grandparents, my dad, you know, like the woman stayed at home and, and you know, they took care of the house. They took care of the kids. The man, we, they went out and, and, and got the money and, you know, and that's all, that's all we, ex, you know, was expected to do. And it took me a, a good while to uh, kind of realize that, you know, a stay-at-home mom is a stay-at-home mom and it's is a job i mean it really is i mean just just wrangling up after kid after kid after kid like your job never stops so i'm gonna go out on the limb and 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 say this now if you'd asked me this you know a couple years ago when i was still you know kind of young and and ignorant um you know i think a working mom is the hardest job I, I really do. A woman that, that puts in her 8 to 12 hours a day and then comes home and deals with the kids, is that's rough. You know, that that is rough. And, and coming from, you know, my background, you know, TJ, can he can testify there. You know, we work a – I used to work a schedule where, you know, we'd be gone for two weeks, home for two weeks, whether it be, you know, two weeks or 21 days, you know, or 28 days, you know. And, and you know, my thing was, you know, my – the women that I was with at the time, uh, you know, they always thought that when we were going on vacation, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they thought yeah. it was just a big vacation yeah. and, uh, which it wasn't, wasn't the case, but none, nonetheless, you know, even, even my mind, you know, I thought that, you know, I, hell, I worked my ass off for them two weeks and, and TJ can testify. We, the, tow boating is not for the, for the week. No, hell no, I'm broke down. <laughs> it's, <laughs> so I kind of, you know, you know, developed a mindset of like, I've worked my ass off for two weeks. This two weeks I'm at home, I ain't doing nothing. And not not paying any attention to, you know, you know, my wife working the whole two weeks that I was gone. And on top of that, wrangling a kid by herself, you know, it took me a little bit to 
to kind of realize, you know, kind of open my eyes and grow as a person, as a man, to, uh, you know, it's a man's job to help out. Oh, yeah. Anybody got any? Well, I, when I worked on the river, I was single. Of course, I had the kids, but I was, I was recently divorced and everything, you know, and I didn't fully understand all that. But last year, I was gone for around six months for the whole military thing. And my wife, you know, and, and, and sometimes I think she did. You're like, you're all playing army with your friend, you know. But I promise she had it harder than I did. You know, and, and I couldn't imagine still doing the whole river thing and leaving her consecutively two weeks at a time year-round. Right. It, it's, it's rough, man. You don't really realize it until, you know, you get – you get stuck at home with the kids for a day when your wife's oh out doing something. And it's when like, I, oh shit, this is hard. I, I found myself divorced with a one-year-old little girl, uh, a four-year-old little girl, and a six-year-old boy. And you know, when it come up there, you know, my my first weekend with them, I was like, holy shit! <laughs> you know, it's like diaper change, snack, 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 diaper change, snack, snack. And right then, I earned this whole new respect for mothers as a whole. You know, and I and I've always said that I'm like, oh, this is rough. <laughs> because sitting there by myself, I was playing mom and daddy. You know, and it was my time. And yeah, so I, I think that for this this whole topic we're on right now, I probably have to side with the woman, and not just because my wife is going to watch this later and I'm trying to kiss ass, but that's just how I feel because I've been there playing both roles at one point. You know, so. Roger that, absolutely, man. Look like you was just to say something there, Ashley. Me? Yeah. I don't have anything to say. You don't have anything to say? No. You know, well, you said you get stuck at home for one day with kids, and then you realize. But when you're home with the kids for that one day, you're focused on the kids. Yeah. When she's home with the kids, she's focused on the kids, the house, the bills, the groceries, the school, the sports, 365 days a year. Yeah. And I think that's where I think we could all pretty much agree, or, or I guess we'll see by the end of this, if that as a whole, as a society, we've moved towards a direction of splitting the duties 50-50. But I think if you peeled it back, you would be very surprised at how weighted to one side those duties are. <laughs> you know, we, we, had, we rarely get the occasion that we're all for my oldest son is, is grown, he's living outside of the house, but the four of us that are remaining, we rarely are in the same vehicle together. When we were going somewhere last night, and before we got where we were going, all three of the other people in my car as I was driving asked me where they needed to be for a certain event or an appointment because they knew I'd know. So I have my work schedule to keep up, which is very hectic. I work about 60 hours a week. I'm in school. My kids are about to start back to school. My husband runs his own business. Um, plus all the normal things that you have to take care of in a household. So I think it, uh, I think most, and I have probably the most supportive husband out there when it comes to my career and me doing school and whatever it is I want to do. Um, I started playing tennis last year. I told him one night, Hey, I'm going to start playing tennis. I started playing tennis the next night. I mean, he's very supportive, but if I don't draw him a picture of what needs to be done or what, ask him, can you do this? He's not going to, and he says all the time, it is a running joke in our house that if I was ever diagnosed with a terminal illness, then we are going to have to start interviewing replacements immediately (laughs) because he can't survive. 
banking accounts. Uh, he had to go to the doctor last week, and I just flung his insurance card at him and sat back and laughed. <laughs> and just because I, I knew my phone about his appointment was at 930, about 945. My phone was going to start blowing up with questions. <laughs> Mad because he had to fill out six pages of paper. Why didn't you come with me? <laughs> and, I just, and I just laughed. And I said, there again. So it, uh, we've came a long way, no, no doubt about that. But I still think it is extremely weighted in one direction in most households. Yeah, absolutely. What do you, what do y'all, uh, what do you think on it there, uh, Brandon and, and uh, Elena? Uh, yeah. Well, see, I kind of have both pictures because I was in the military, and yes, whenever we would deploy, you know, like I was, like my last deployment was a year. She was pregnant with uh, Jasper, so she gave birth and everything. I wasn't even home, so I was deployed. Yes, I might have worked my ass off, you know, sleeping two hours in two days, but when you're deployed, that's all you have to worry about because there's nothing you can worry about. You know what I mean? So the only thing is is basically staying alive. That's I mean that's basically what you do, you know. And, but while she was at home having a newborn by herself, you know, having to take care of him by herself, then she moved our household by herself. You know what I mean? And so going from that to being discharged from the military, right? Uh, then was not allowed to work, right? Right. Because I got to be the stay-at-home dad. Uh, I gained a massive amount of respect because fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate I, I love my kids to death, but every single day, I wanted to punch at least all of them. <laughs> at least all of them. <laughs> Not just one in particular, every single one of them little Every single one of them. Like, <laughs> So, you know, and, and like, like she was saying that she has a uh, supportive husband. Like, I don't think I could have found somebody to support me as much as her. Cause like, you know, we, we got married and literally what I did my year deployment. And then six months after that, the Navy said, Hey, it's time to go. Bye-bye. So, yeah. and then, so she went from that to, I couldn't work cause I was bandaged cast. I, I like, I couldn't even move for the longest time. So she worked because I couldn't. And so I had to take care of Jasper. I was just one. So being a stay-at-home parent to now the four of them that we had, again, fuck that shit. So, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, like I was just now able to go back to work. So I went back to work and I'm, I, I worked in sales too. I sold cars. Right. But I'm too much of a brutally honest person, and I just told her one day, I, I can't do this job anymore. Like, I just can't do it. So I said, I'm going to go back to school because I want to finish my um, RN. And she said, okay, I'll see you uh, when you get home. So basically she said, go ahead and leave and come home and get signed up for school. So Granted, I mean, like, I take care of all the bills and everything like that. So, in in this household, if I threw uh, David Carter or something like that, like, she, she wouldn't know what to do with it. 
<laughs> she said, what? <laughs> oh, what? Here we go. Here we go. Let's right. hear it. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the bills. I'm just talking about the bills. Are right, you take care of all the uh, grocery shopping? You got married at 19. <laughs> like I can barely hear you. Like I can hear Brandon like just fine. No. no. Better. In my defense. <laughs> hey. I was good in school. Like really good. And I was in college and I didn't want to get married. And that's my high school boyfriend is he wanted to get married. I just wanted to live my life. And then we got married ten months after. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I was married. And I've given up everything. Anything that I seen myself doing, like college in college. I knew I wanted a degree and everything, but I just support whatever he wants to do. And one day it'll be my turn, and yeah. I see that. <laughs> I see that kind of it kind of struck a nerve there, you know. You know, you kind of yeah. seen that kind of. Kind of struck... He, he acts like Wait. I couldn't do it. Well, I'm just talking about the bills. You <laughs> like this needs to be paid. You get on your phone you and pay it. It okay. don't. <laughs> I know I went to Central, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Just know what that it's being recorded have? right now, so you may want to wait. <laughs> yeah, don't do it on camera, guys. <laughs> and we didn't hear anything. <laughs> She's going to be yeah. on How do you, Miss Jessica, like, like, what do you feel is the appropriate i guess household duties of of yourself and, and your husband well i've tried probably every routine there is to try we did both of us working just me working and now just him working my favorite would probably be me working because i'm very independent. I, I'm the one who takes care of all the bills. I'm the one who takes care of all the groceries, all the appointments, everything, school, all that. And it's just easier for me to know that everything's going to be handled, you know, with the chores as well. I'll come home and okay, the dishes are done. Even if I didn't do them, I make sure everything's done. But I will say I would love to do the traditional, oh, I stay at home and cook and spend time with my kids just all the time don't miss don't miss anything i would love to do that one it's just you can't have best of both worlds you know what i mean so yeah you're right and, and that's one thing I've, I've noticed you know used to the norm you know was the you know the woman staying at home you know especially like with her grandparents and even uh, to this day you know some of her parents you know it, it used to be the normal thing like that's that's how it went you know the the woman was a homemaker a caregiver and and you know the man worked made made a paycheck but now you know this day and age and in, in this economy 
like it takes two people financially to to really get by so uh, so i mean you know it used to be the normal versus now it's more kind of like a I mean, I want to say a privilege uh, in a in a sense, just for the you know the the financial securities that you know, uh, I guess older generations you know had you know versus you know the way you know things are now. Where you know I've been in you know best of both worlds. Like uh, you know I had a had a stay at home uh, girlfriend, and now I have a, a working wife, and I would. 10 times rather have the working wife because I get to have a lot more fun that way. <laughs> For sure. What about you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Gales? Man, first of all, I'm from Tennessee. And here, I'm out, I've been out here in New Mexico for a while. Just hearing these southern accents is really doing something for me. Just want to get that out the way. Thank you all. Make it, making you miss home. Man, homesick. Yeah. So, what what happened with us is once we start looking at our marriage like a business, things start to run a little bit more smooth. Um, understanding that you know we had to have our hierarchy set up, and you know not to get too into it, but we are a Christian, so we kind of take from that hierarchy, but we take we take it in, in not in the traditional way or the way that gets kind of thrown out there as a reason not to be a Christian, you know. Uh, it's one of those things of, you know, we talked earlier about love and respect. And my main man, Fowler, over there is absolutely right. You can't have one without the other. And so once we started, we just said, we just decided to say, all right, just like way back then with Adam and Eve, when she bit the fruit, it wasn't about her biting the fruit. Like literally says in the Bible that God said, Adam, where are you? So I took that role. Anything that's wrong in my house, that's on me. Anything that's right in my house, daddy better get an extra piece of chicken, you know? <laughs> so that's kind of how we run it. But my wife works in banking. I'd be a fool to try to take over the finances when she works every day with million-dollar customers. Right. You know, I'm tall. I reach the tall stuff. <laughs> That'd be dumb for someone to fall trying to reach the, you know, a high cabinet, something from the top cabinet or something, <laughs> right. you know? But how it was broken down for me, this has always kind of stuck with me, is uh, I guess – Instead of equality, uh, equability, right? If I'm, you know, I'm six foot four, I don't need a box to see over the fence. I can see over the fence. So here, take my box. You know, my wife is literally exactly a foot shorter than I am. She's five four. I'm gonna give her my box, and now we can both see over. You know, that's equability. One of us are better at laundry. The other one's better at disciplining the kids. But she has to bring in the good, you know, the big guns. I've, I've got her support. But it's constant communication. Because marriage is work. It is a job. It is absolutely a business. And for your business to run, there needs to be someone holding everybody accountable. And I fall under the umbrella of, uh, you know, God holding me accountable. What does the Bible say about this? I get that all the time, especially my 16 and 12-year-olds. But, Dad, you always say the Bible says this. It's like, that gummit you right. <laughs> all right, you win this one. Good job. But even getting our children involved, you know, my 16-year-old, she runs – the kitchen to her room. That means their side, on their side of the house, the bathroom, the living room, all that. Now, we also have taught her how to delegate and how to respectfully ask her younger siblings to do what they ask. If not, then she kicks it up to mom. And if it's still not getting done, then it gets, it gets kicked up to me. You know, and I absolutely always kind of fall back on my religion to see, you know, 
how we should handle this. But yeah, run your marriage like a business, man. Pick your pick your strengths and 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 weaknesses and, and work together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I definitely see that, man. I, I agree with you there, hundred percent. And that's another thing, man. Like me and me and you were talking about earlier, TJ. That you know, shit. Them kids get old enough. You put them to work. You know. Oh, absolutely. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Like Either you're gonna teach them or the world will. Right. That's right. Like both my sons. Well, I say one's a stepson, but my boys. They're both twelve, looking at thirteen. So I mean, like this summer torch of mowing the lawn i'm handing that baby over and they don't like it you know and they say well, why i was like well because i feel a generation of soft men is coming up i know it's 110 but it's gonna make you a little bit harder so just take it and do it you're not saying i'm a hard ass but i, I was raised pretty tough and I always tell them, I'm like, you don't like the way I do it. Go live with my dad. Go hang out with Papa Tim, you know, and, and see how it goes. It's like splitting wood. It's like July. It's like, boys, winters are coming. We got to heat the house. Split the wood. Here's a hammer and a freaking wedge or an axe. I'm like, all right. But, but anyways, yeah, you know, and, and he made the point, too, that marriage is, is a job. My wife's extremely easy to love and be married to, but it's the hardest job I've ever had because I make it hard on myself wanting to do better. And every day I'm like, God, I need to do more. But sometimes, I mean, I think I like, I'm like i a shit bag because I thought about it and I come home and I didn't do it. <laughs> you know, instead I went running or something, taking care of TJ. She was home, you know, making this bum-ass meal. But it, it, it's, it's a hard job and something I'm trying to improve every day because she absolutely deserves it you know, so. and and that's the thing like you know like when it really comes down to it like us man you know we'll be like yeah it's should be 50 50 you know i do this and i help out with this but but in all honesty like when like like you said earlier like like it's really weighted to one side like when it comes down to it like how 50 50 is it really Oh, yeah, like I heard her mention earlier, she gets up and goes to the gym at 5 o'clock in the morning. Well, you know, I get off work at 4 or 5. I'm going to go do my thing, go running and all that while my wife is preparing, you know, doing stuff at home. She doesn't have that option. She has to get up extra early and do it. And if my wife wants to do her exercise, whatever, she's got to work around her schedule to do it where I kind of do it whenever I want to. Right. Right. Now, Candace. Yeah. Yes. We hadn't we hadn't got to you yet, and, and I did. I kind of wanted to say save you for last because uh, your husband is is full time military, and yeah. I've known you for years, and and you know he stays gone a lot. You know that's and his job. Like four times in five years. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I mean, y'all are constantly moving, and you know he's constantly you know being sent here, being sent there. So I, I think you have it. I mean, you're a you're a trooper. You are a trooper, like on on count of you know raising you know the kids that you already have, on on top of now you're tackling twins. You know you're pretty much the definition in in, in a sense. You know a single mom. Yeah. And I mean in a sense, I mean obviously I mean you're married to David, but you know he's got to do his thing. But at the same time, like you, you just run the sh- run the shit out of things. He makes up for it when he's home though. The one thing I can say about him is, first of all, it took us so long to have the babies that we have that he looks at them a little bit different than I think he would have if we'd have just had kids right off the bat. And he has cherished every moment that he has, especially he, they were 
seven weeks old when he got deployed the first time and he realized really quick what he was missing. So right. I will tell you, I've always worked at least an hour from wherever we've lived at. Um, and up until we moved to our last in Colorado, I'd always worked 12 hour shifts. So when we moved here, he took the kids to daycare. He picked the kids up from daycare. He did supper before I ever got home. He would have baths drawn for me when I got home with my food ready to go and a glass of wine. He does all the floors in the house. The only thing he does not do is laundry and he doesn't pay bills. Um, but when I'm home, I will do every bit of that stuff if I get home before him or for instance, when he's gone and nobody else is here to do it. And like, he truly is amazing. Now let's back up 13 years to the first time that I was married. And that is a completely different scenario. You should have had him on here because unless he's changed a whole lot, I did everything. <laughs> we get into some, some, some family drama now. Wait till the next family picnic we get to. I like, you won't believe what she said. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. He didn't help with the kids. He never went to ball games. He never went to school functions. He was always blowing money. Like it was just completely different than the way that I have it now. Um, and that may be a time thing. Like things have changed a lot, you know, I would say over the course of the last 20 years right. and people do look at things different. And like you said before, two people usually have to work now. Um, to really make ends meet um, most of the time. But I think my husband's the way he is. And I mean, he will, uh, truly helps with everything. I don't have to ask him to do it. He just does it. Um, but I think it's because of all the time that he's gone. I was gone for two days uh, when they were probably five months old, six months old, right after he'd come back. No, I guess they were nine months old when he come back from his first deployment uh, after they were born. And then a year ago, almost exactly, I was in Colorado for my oldest son's graduation and he had the kids at home for a week. And he told me then, he's like, I don't know how you do it. I do not understand how you stay at home by yourself and you work full time and you come home and you take care of the kids and you keep everything done in the house. But I told him I don't have a choice. Like I have to, just like he didn't have a choice then he had to do it. Right. Um, it could be worse, but like, he's fantastic. So he really makes a difference. And when we say 50, 50, he probably honestly, when he's home, it's 75, 25. Like, and, and, and that's awesome. I mean, and, and you got to respect that just for the fact of when he's gone, you're, it's hundred percent yours, you know? And, but I will and, tell you, he would give all that up and be a stay at home dad in a heartbeat. Like really? that's his lawful dream to be at home with the kids all the time and go to everything that they have. And me work. I said that too. I, I honestly think you would. I'm telling you, y'all, he's like, he's, I don't know. I mean, I think it's because it took us so long to have kids. Like, right. I think that's the. Yeah, yeah. So, so Candace here, she, you know, she's special. And twins she had, it, it y'all worked really hard for that. We did. Uh, what is it called, a surrogate? Yeah. I don't know if y'all know what a surrogate is, but pretty much, I mean, I think everybody here knows what a surrogate is. But yeah, I mean, and that's respectful, and I know that y'all wanted kids for so long. But it, it I mean, in, in a sense, like I kind of look up to David just for the fact that he is like that. Because I, I will sit here and say that, you know, hands down, I'm not. 
you know, like and, and I like to strive a little bit more, I guess, to to me like that at times for sure. He's kind of putting me to shame right now, you know. I'm not even gonna lie. I make it up to him. Trust me. All this help that he does, he gets paid back for it. Awesome. Yeah, that, but that is that's the way. I mean, that's the way it should be. Like I said, most of us, you know. You know, or me, for example, like I said, yeah, it should be 50-50, but like, like you said, like when it comes down to it, it, it's it's not, and it's something that I've got to continuously work on because, you know, I work two weeks, you know, and, and I'm off two weeks, but at the same time, I've got this podcast going on, and, you know, we've got sports going on. I'm really involved with my boys as far as, as, as you know, sports, getting them to places, doing things with them, but when it comes to, like, housework, like, I notice, like, there'll be times where, you know, I'm doing really good, you know. Uh, I'll come in, I'll say laundry needs to be done, you know, I'll I'm you can ask Tiffany, my wife. She's uh, I'm really good at doing laundry. I'm, I can wash the hell out of some clothes. It's but, easy. Yeah, it's easy. But them damn things are sitting in the dryer for five days if if, if she left. <laughs> you know, one, one little dumbass thing I do, and like, I, say I vacuum the rug. I vacuum it right before my wife gets home from work, and I leave the vacuum cleaner out. Like, you ever had a mouse, a cat to catch a mouse? You leave the little mouse on your doorstep, wanting you to brag on it. I leave the vacuum out so she's vacuum the rug and maybe brag on Just it. Just the fact that you know how the vacuum works. Okay. <laughs> that's a con, Ashley. If you, if he tells you he doesn't know how to work a vacuum, that's a believe con. me. I know my husband is a very smart person. A very smart person. And that's. But where I want to push back on. I want to push back on that 50 50 thing there, Mr. Boyd. You know, like I, like I was saying about, you know, equality versus equability. Like, I make sure dishes, laundry, everyone gets picked up, all that stuff. I'm doing all of those things, right? And I could very easily say, man, you never do laundry, you never do this, never do that, and complain. But just like y'all were talking about early, if she throws me the insurance card or asks me to fill out a form, I'm lost. So it may not feel like we're doing the exact same work, but I would do the housework in a heartbeat over all that other stuff. And that's just me. But each couple have, has to find their own, you know, rhythm. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I mean, that's what it is, you know. And, you know, I've always said, well, I hadn't always said, but, you know, something I've come to realize as, I, as I've gotten older and a little bit wiser, you know, is, you know, marriage isn't 50-50. It's 100-100, you know. And, there you and, go. Like that, yeah. And that's whether it, whether it's chores or you know communication, you know whatever you know whatever the the you know subject may be. Marriage is one hundred one hundred, and you know I'm I slack sometimes, you know, because if I feel like I ain't giving a hundred, you know, uh, you know I'm not gonna give a hundred, you know. And that's just kind of when it comes down to it, you know, you just you just gotta fight for it. You know, marriage is work. Marriage is a job when it, within itself. You know, it's something I've realized. You know, every marriage goes through the very, very beginning. You know, the butterfly effect. You get the butterflies. You kind of go outside your comfort zone. You do things that you wouldn't normally do outside of your character. You know, just because you're so infatuated with this person. And then once, once them butterflies die away, that's when a relationship is tested. That's honestly when most people quit is because they quit doing these things because they kind of revert back to how they really normally are. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, people change. But in all actuality, that's when a relationship really starts is once them butterflies die, that's the real person that you married. That's the real person that you've decided, you know, to, to you know, commit to. 
and from then from then on you know it's 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 a hundred hundred you know but i think we are we are responsible for not allowing those butterflies to die you know my brother has a he has a company he's in canada and um his company is called woo your boo and he talks about the three levels of woo right so there's the you know the big levels because when you first start off everything is grand and large and you know everything is a first date you're going to the best places always making sure your breath is good you're brushing your teeth you're wiping your butt you know what i mean you're doing all these things and that kind of dies down but the secret is understanding that everything else has to have to be this grand gesture all the time you know little compliments here and there leave little notes around do a chore or two and take their dinner and then she'll see those different levels and that's how you kind of calibrate those butterflies right Right. you're kind of coasting along doing the norm 100 and 100 and then you do some you know 110 percent, and then it's like oh whoa didn't see that coming you know so that's what i mean it comes back to being work because if you're not doing your part the whole house feels it kids start acting up you don't know why the lady is not you know, giving it up in the bedroom and you're trying to figure out why That's, and it's usually, it's usually you. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it really is. There's always, I mean, that's what, what I've always, I've realized, you know, that's, that's one thing I miss about the butterflies, you know, it's the, the sex three times a day, anytime, anywhere. <laughs> like that's that, called get a hotel, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it dies. It, it does die down, you know, but uh, you know, you, they're, I don't you should believe. clean that house more, Blake. That's right. Hell, I'll be washing them dishes. You know, and that's the thing. Once you get older and you get comfortable, like sex, you know, it, it becomes like a trade-off. You know, and I've said this in a couple episodes, and this is the God's honest truth. Like, like you trade, we, we trade it out. Uh, you know, men will trade it out. You know, my wife has been many times, I'll tell you what. If you go in there and give the baby a bath, we can do it. You know, and I've been there with a smile on my face. That baby, that baby couldn't get any cleaner. You know, we got we got bath bombs and everything. Like we're, we're getting it done. But <laughs> well, here's the thing: what happens if you do it without her saying so? And that's that's, that's the thing, right? That there. is what it, it's. That's what it's about, Jeremy. I mean, that's honestly what it's about. Like I, I think that's where a lot of men fall short. Is is they. They do these things and and they want some sort of reward for it, as in you know, hey, you know, look at me, I've done this. Hey, I washed the dishes, just like kind of like you Leave were talking about, leaving a vacuum cleaner out. You know, just <laughs> like you were saying, the you know, you don't want to let the butterflies go away and these things kind of die off after time. I think the same thing happens, especially in a long term relationship. You both go into this as a pair. As equals, you go into this, you have kids, and then over time, things start to shift gradually enough that neither of you really notice. And I know that a lot of the women on here can probably attest to the same thing. Little by little, it just gets easier to do it yourself. To do it yourself, because either your husband's traveling or... Because my husband worked out of town for a long time. He would be gone for six to eight weeks at a time when he was working in Wyoming. He left, I mean, with three little kids at home. So you get into these routines that it's just easier to do it yourself. And then one day you wake up 10 years down the road and you're trying to figure out, what's she so mad about? She does this every day. Why is she so mad? She does it every day. You know what that's called? It's called complacency. It's called complacency. Yeah. That is complacency, the the act of. See, uh, but my, see, but my thing is, is, 
I don't mind the clean the house. I, I mean, like, I actually enjoy it. For one, there's some things I don't care to do because my kids are going to screw it up while I'm cleaning it. But I cannot clean the house with her here because I do things my way, and then she does things the right way. So... <laughs> We'll so, <laughs> I can resonate with that. I'm extremely top A. I am. And cleaning my house. Yeah, exactly. I The housework, when it comes to that, I'm not going to complain too much. All I ask is that your shoes not live under the living room table. When you bring a glass into the living room, it goes back to the kitchen. Little things like that. Now, we have done the same thing with our kids from an early age. We've taught them responsibility my husband and I both work from a very young age. I come from both sides of the spectrum when it comes from a working class background. My grandmother had a college degree and a career when most women didn't work outside of the home, yet my grandmother on the other side of my family had 13 kids and moved every time the rent was due. I mean, it was very wide spectrum. So I saw it from all areas. We taught our kids from a very early age. I don't touch their rooms now. I'm gonna have an 11 year old daughter. You can ask her today what she did. She spent her entire day cleaning her room, going through her clothes, getting out clothes that are too small for her, getting ready to go back to school. So we've learned to delegate these things. But like I said, this these little shift just happens over time because it just works better for your routine. Candace, I know you talked about how much he helps when he gets home. And I could not wait for Brandon to get home when he would be working out of town. But in the back of your mind, there's a little bit, or I have to imagine a little bit that throws your routine off just enough that it no oh, that you notice it. Absolutely. When like he comes you're home, so like excited to see back. him. You're so glad the kids have him there, but damn it. <laughs> well, because he expects it to go back to like it was before. Before he left. I mean, he's helped out. All, I mean, he's great. Yeah. But when I've been doing it all myself, it's like you can't just go back and expect everything to pick up exactly like it was before you left because right. it's different. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I'll be what, interested guys. to know. Go ahead. I'll be interested to know, just kind of do like a round of the table sort of thing. How long were y'all with y'all significant, uh, significant others before you got married? Two years. Six years. Hey, before what? Before you got married? Yeah. Like how long were you guys together before, like, before y'all like got married? Nine months. Months. I'm sorry. What, so what did uh? Is right, it, I think is she said nine months. You said how many years, Jessica? I'm pointing at you like you can see me, but <laughs> six. We were together for six years. Six years. See, and what about you, Mr. Jeremy? What do you say? How long? So I've I've known my wife since I was you know 13, 14 years old. We dated in high school, broke up, biggest mistake of her life. She fixed it later, you know, but we had such a huge rapport because we were friends throughout. So when I was doing my, you know, smoking, drinking, you know, hoeing around, she was there telling me like how awful I was. You know, I called her one time. I was like, girl, I'm gonna marry you. She's like, don't call me drunk, click. That was it. <laughs> I had a lot of growing up to do, Mr. Blake and ladies and gentlemen. But you know- I met my husband and told him that night I was gonna marry him. 
And that's the same thing with my wife. Like, literally, like, I'll just be honest with you guys. Like, me and my wife didn't meet in some spectacular romantic fashion. Like, literally, I swat right on her on Tinder. And, like, literally, like, at that moment, like, I mean, I can still picture it. Like, I still remember that exact moment. Like, she was in a pool. You know, in a bikini, behind a beer pong float. That just, you know, it's like America, you know. And I was at that at that point, man, I was just like, I'm going to marry that girl. Uh, <laughs> I, me and my wife, I mean, we kind of started out dating. But then when things got physical, a lot of friends of benefits. Because her and I, I mean, we had really good sex. Right off. I mean, I don't know how graphic. Hey, go in detail, bro. The first time we ever had sex, I had her over my lap, like spanking her. I'm like, this is amazing. This is hard to find. You know, I was so comfortable with her. I'm like, but anyhow, I married her, and that's not why. I mean, that's the big reason why, you know. But but anyways, I didn't start out as nothing. Like, I mean, I didn't. I don't think I swept her off her feet unless the spanking thing done. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can I can attest to that, but yeah, like you know, me and my wife, like we kind of we were only together like six months before we got married, and you know, looking back on it now, I don't I don't regret it by any means, but you know, looking back on it as you get older and a little bit more smarter, like some I, I think that like I re, you know respect you guys for you know waiting so long to actually get to know somebody and 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 i mean that that plays out a lot i mean that's honestly one of the reasons you know biggest reasons of divorces is is you know you you get married in that butterfly phase when things kind of start to revert you know to to normal life and and life actually hits that's when your you know relationship and your and you know even your own self is truly you know tested right yeah unless you're at it beforehand (laughs) yeah right me and her, right? Like I, I met her because this is gonna sound terrible, but I was putting her boyfriend into the military, and then <laughs> they broke up. You're, and then, you're Jody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they weren't together when we started to talk, right? So we we were actually not meant to be anything. I guess you can say it. Like we were just meant to be friends with benefits. I guess you could say. Well, because I was during my whole phase. I was drinking. Nice. I was, you know, yeah. So I was not looking to get married whatsoever, right? And then, well, yeah, like, because I just, like, I got through a divorce. And I was like, after that, I'm just like, you know that saying that there's plenty of fish in the sea? Well, my saying was I want to go through all the fish. So, so that's, so I was not looking to get married again and all that changed yeah that, so, that's, that, that's where i was at because I, I was divorced i've been divorced like four or five years and i was doing my thing and i was good it was me and the kids you know but then i met my wife and once i got to knowing her i was like damn and she has this whole nurturing thing about her and that's really what got me because i mean i don't care who big badass man you are you want to be nurtured there's no better feeling than like laying your head in your wife's lap and her like rubbing your head 
I'm treating you like a big old baby. You know, it's a frozen yeah. slip right there. Sometimes yeah. I want to be Little Spoon, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, hold me. <laughs> you know, that's, that's one thing I've noticed. You know, I've, I've read, you know, uh, a couple self-help books and one band, you know, kind of helped my marriage was the, the five languages of love. And that's one thing I noticed, like 95% of men are the words of affirmation. You know, we, we like to be, like you said, like that, that, that little spoon, we like to be nurtured. We like to be told that we matter, that, you know, we're just this big, strong man and, 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 and you know, you would think that honestly, when I you know I read the book, I was like, I already know what my love language is. I love sex. Like sex is like the <laughs> it, that's really what gets my. I mean, you want me to do anything? Give me sex. I don't care. You know, like I mean, literally the the, the house could burn down, and and we have sex afterwards, and it's not going to be that bad. So you know, going into like reading that book, you know, like my mind was was kind of thinking, well, you know, it's physical touch, absolutely. Right. But then you get to reading the books, and, I, and I've noticed that within myself. Like, men want to be padded, I guess you could say. Yeah, well, I think, I know myself, I go all day going around trying to put on this persona, not to be like a tough guy, but you you know what I'm saying? It feels good to come home and be able to strip that off. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, no, absolutely. Did you do the quiz? Because I read the book, and then I did the quiz with, not only me and my wife, I made my, my two older girls uh, take it as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you tell me what you guys want, you know? Because for a long time, it was me and three women. It's like, <laughs> man, we got to get some dudes around here, you know? <laughs> but that actually helped me understand them, too. Yeah. You it, know, it them does. understand me a little bit. Did you take the quiz? Yeah, I did. I did. Like I said, man, words of affirmation was mine. I actually done the uh, the children's version of it too, man. I've 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 done a lot of growing over the past couple years. Uh, Like I said, as as a man, as a father, you know, and as a husband, and that's honestly one of the things that kind of that kind of made me, you know, this podcast thing, you know, make me want to do it is, is to kind of share some of my experiences, you know, my thoughts and, and, and not even really just to share, but, but to learn as well, you know, uh, you know, I'll be ignorant to say that, you know, I'm the best man, best father, best husband. Cause I mean, I, obviously I mean, I know that's not true, but yeah. Right, like, Cause it's really me. but yeah man that's that book really kind of opened up you know it opened up a lot of doors for me and and, you know a lot of it is is common sense you know i mean it really is but it sometimes it takes for you to just kind of to step back and and have a little bit of common sense about yourself and and man it, it works wonders for the you know relationships for your for your kids for your wife you know for yourself you know but hey guys, we will be right back after this quick break. You're listening to Dad Tough Podcast. We'll be back after a message from our sponsor. Gentlemen, many times we realize how we're not used to being. We have fatigue, we have weight gain, even if we're dieting exercising like we're supposed to. And for many men, pills and prescriptions aren't working anymore for their ED. At Men's Wellness of North Alabama, we take the time to hear your concerns and get to the root of the problem, and we offer solutions. Call today for your free consult. Let's talk man-to-man and fix it. 256-366-2470 or mens-wellness.com. And we are back. And that's another thing, man, since, you know, (laughs) testosterone 
uh, has changed. Like testosterone replacement therapy has changed a lot in my life, uh, a lot in your life. You know, yeah, what Blake it? turned me on to it, and I knew something wasn't right because I know myself. And I went and had it, and it was bad. I mean, I think him and I kind of talked about our blood work results, and I was bad. Like, like I was like eighty or something, you yeah. know. And I think about six weeks ago. And, you know, you think it's the obvious about tests. You're like, oh, it's just sex drive and all that. But, no, it's it's, it's a lot more to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, sleep better at night. Yeah, no, I mean, it is, man. That's the thing. Uh, you know, at 31 years old, and I, I kind of want to touch on this a little bit just because, I mean, it is important to me and, and, you know, how it's helped me as a man, a husband, and a father. Uh, my testosterone levels were three times lower than what it was supposed to be, you know, for my age. And I'm 31 Ooh. years old. Like, you wouldn't even think that. Like I, I mean, you, you know, you always blame the the getting old. I'm older than Blake. I didn't know that. The what? I said I did not know that I was older than you. Yeah, yeah, I ain't but thirty one. I ain't but thirty one. I know I look like I'm eighteen. Thanks for, for you know, for yeah. pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's one thing I noticed. You know, a lot of a lot of you know adults, like you said, including myself. You know, you get. I mean, obviously, you're getting older, and you know, you start. You know, feeling like shit, and you ain't got the drive you used to, the energy you used to, and you just chalk it up to to old age, you know. And it, that wasn't the case. I mean, that wasn't the case. You know, like I said I, one of my buddies had talked me into going to get my testosterone and stuff checked out, and I, I went and got it took. And obviously, like I said, it was you know three times lower. Went through the process. I got it. You know, got on the replacement therapy. Man, that's the best decision that I've ever made for myself as a man. Uh, it. Yeah, my doctor about that too because i'm pretty positive that mine's a lot lower than it should be yeah yeah and it, it does help man it helps with you know mental clarity it helps with the energy the drive like it's just ridiculous how much drive i have now compared like i feel like i'm 18 again i mean honestly and and not only is it for you know for men it's for women too and, and a lot of people don't realize that i mean i'm sure y'all women might know some of you may know but you know women have testosterone levels too it's very minuscule it's know. actually a lot more than you think yeah and and mm -hmm. you guys it have is one of the most prevalent hormones in a woman's body oh yeah yeah and your your levels are you know just a little bit you know, i mean they're lower obviously than a man's but a woman shows signs of low set, you know, low testosterone, and you know they have the same side effects as a man does: low sex drive, unexpected weight gain, no energy. You know, you, you feel like you can't get you know adequate sleep at night. And I mean, that's just kind of one thing I wanted to touch on, you know, in this, just because it's, I mean, it's a, it's a real thing. If, if if you guys or anybody that's listening or watching, you know, if you experience anything. You know, uh, along those lines, like I said, no energy, no drive, unexpected weight gain, you know, your mood's off. Like, testosterone affects a lot of things in your body. And it's definitely worth, che you know, getting checked out. And that's one thing that I done was I went to my primary doctor. And he, you know, I, res you know, I respect him. I, I respect what he does. I know he works really hard. And, he, you know, they're busy. You know, they probably got, you know, 100 people in and out every day. But, you know, I went and got my levels checked by him first and he was like no you're fine you're good so you know i was like well dang you know that sucks but then my buddy's like don't go to your primary doctor you need to see a testosterone specialist so i went and seen a testosterone specialist and that's when i found out it was literally three times lower than what it was and like i said it's, cha it's changed my life and i said the same thing for women too and, and you know if you got any kind of problems in the in the bedroom with your wife you know if uh 
You know, that could be th- could be something too. Or testosterone could be low. I'm just saying. I, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just gonna throw it out there. You know, her her uh, headaches may be because she's got low testosterone. You know, low testosterone. You know. Let's <laughs> be back for that debit card yeah. comment. <laughs> Heck yeah! Oh, the first time I heard about this was on the uh, Joe Rogan show, and I didn't realize that you know that's what a lot of people were getting in trouble for in athletics. You know. Right. Um, because it's also good for recovery of a lot of different things. Right. So, yeah, I'm going to have to try that out myself, man. man my it, husband and I both have done it. Like, we right. both have went and got – because I actually take testosterone. My body produces none at all. Do you feel like after you've, like, gone through this and, and gotten treated and gotten your levels straightened out, do you feel like you participate more, do more around the house? Yes. Okay. Yes. To, to circle back, because I hate that term. Uh, what term? Circle back. I <laughs> uh, hate it. Uh, I did too. But those jobs had to still get done, regardless of how I felt, regardless of the fact that I was right. sleeping three hours a night, regardless of the fact that – because I competed. Two, I did two prep cycles, two competition cycles. It, after my second competition cycle, which was a long, hard prep – threw my body into some major, major issues, and I now deal with some autoimmune disease because of it. But again, those things still had to get done, regardless of how I felt, what was going on with me. But I saw the same thing with Brandon going through, and I mean, he's always, like I said, done a really good job of, we've never had an issue with him participating with kids or sports, he's always there, but... He's does a little more around the house now. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's another thing. Because he feels thing. better. Yeah. You feel yeah. like doing something. Yeah, and my wife, she's on testosterone pellets, and we yeah. have sex so much now. Instead <laughs> of, like, once a week, we get it, like, three times a week. It's wow. awesome. It does help with the sex drive as well, too. I mean, it does, and that's the thing. Like you said, you know, things still got to be done. And it's not just, you know, just normal chores and stuff around the house. I mean, it's just the overall feeling of quality of life. Like, I have more drive. Uh, you know, I said just just more energy. Just and I said it honestly affects your mood as well. Well, it all goes together. Right. If you're not sleeping, then you're not going to feel good the next day. You're not going to perform well at your job. You're going to be irritable at your kids. Well, why are you not sleeping? You've got to dig down to the root causes of all of this. And if, right. if it's that, if it's something else, um, and that's what I started three. My last competition was four years ago. So the year after. I knew something was wrong. Something was wrong. I did not come back from this prep like I did my first one. And that's when – and then Brennan just went through all his last year and totally feels – I mean, he has a very physical job, very physical job. It's helped tremendously. Heck yeah. So that's something y'all might be experiencing. Make sure y'all uh, – y'all give uh, – I mean, a lot of you guys here are local. So if you're local, go see Josh Rogers at North Alabama Men's Wellness of North Alabama. It's called Men's Wellness North Alabama, but they do have a women's clinic as well. It's inside there, and they're working on getting an actual women's clinic. But I'm telling you guys, changed my life, and I just want to pass that information on to you guys and whoever's listening. If you're struggling, it may be something you know worth checking out. I mean, seriously. Now, Jessica, Absolutely. you're being awful quiet over there, like. Like you hadn't spoke outside of your turn. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of worried. You, you still, <laughs> you still here? 
Yeah, I'm just listening. <laughs> I mean, I I agree with what everybody's been saying, so I really didn't feel the need to pop in. Now, now I, I am going to say this. Like I said we're running on an hour and three minutes, so we may end up having to do you know a, a part two to this. I try to keep my episodes you know somewhat somewhat short, but these are just like I said, it's test runs. So we're going to see, but uh, do y'all believe that? You know, let's say a, a stay-at-home wife, mom, whatever the case may be, and the husband goes out and work. Do y'all believe that that more of the household duties should be put on the woman if that's her choice? If that's her choice to stay at home, I'm gonna yeah, say, say yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That if you're gonna call, if that's your job, mm-hmm. that is your job, and you've assumed that as your job. It doesn't mean that somebody needs to be able to come in and lick your floor, but there's no excuse for your husband having to come home after working all day and cook dinner while you've sat on the couch and watched TV. Right. And I know couples like that, so I say that because I know I, I see it with my own two eyes because that is your job. That might see, be my like, opinion. I mean, we've established that stay-at-home mom's job is a lot harder than just the traditional going to work and stuff and like with busy lives people that do sports and all that stuff like that i feel like it's always like jeremy was saying i know it's 100 100 but then 50 50 at the same time because the way that we do it is we go off of who's better at what i mean i don't know if that makes very much sense but i'm good at keeping the house clean i'm good at running errands but i'm not going to sit here and do it all he's not going to just go to work you know and me do everything else. So yeah, he goes to work and he'll come home and he'll take the garbage out. If there's dishes sometimes on his off days, he'll do dishes, he'll do laundry sometimes because I'm not just sitting at home cleaning. I'm taking care of the kids. I'm taking care of the house. I'm taking care of everybody's health. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm doing more than just staying at home. So, right. I mean, we just split it up. With and, I, and I believe that a stay at home mom, the, the job is not to clean the house. The job is to take care of the kids. So even though that they're home all day, they're not home just cleaning the house. They also have little kids running around. And if they're anything like my kids, if they don't have eyes on them 24-7, they'll kill themselves. So, you know, the the man to go out and work and stuff like that, I mean, like, they should still come home and do some things. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. like, like, it may not be, you know, because in all honesty, She's better at everything than me. So if we we're going on that one, she would do everything. Kiss you know, ass like now. Whole, I'm trying to make up for her the, uh, Grocery store. My kids would eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and ramen noodles because that's what I ate for so long. But as I deployed a lot. Oh bull but, crap! I don't buy that, man. There's another club. Because <laughs> you can but, uh, absolutely take that to the gym, right? Like here's something that someone told me. Because I feel like I'm an old man over here. So let me what? act like an old man for a minute. Someone told I mean, me that like, I can't take it. I'm 35. I'm 34. Okay, I'm older than everybody here. <laughs> How old are you? 40. Start calling her Meemaw. I'm 39. Oh. I turned 40 last week. Right. So here's what I, here's what someone told me, because I have this thing about taking things personally. If the kid don't listen to me, that's a personal slap in the face, and we're about to go, you know? But yep. someone told me, like, you can't take it personal. And I said, I can't control how I feel. 
He said, yeah, but I, I feel like you can take your feelings to the gym. And I was like, ah, okay. And it made sense. If you feel like you want to help her do something, that means you got to put some effort in learning how to do it. Like I, I have done, I have failed that's, so that's much. That's exactly what I was saying. Cause like yeah. I'll like, you know, me, it's my job to do the trash or make sure it's done. It's not, that's not, you know, her job. You know, if there's dishes in the sink, I'm not going to say, Hey babe, after you just cooked all this, you got to go do the dishes. No, I'm going to do the dishes because yeah. I, I, I also believe if she cook, I do dishes or if I cook, she does the dishes. You know what I mean? You know, like, but like, you know, yes, like what she was saying, when it comes down to errands and stuff like that and the uh, uh, grocery shopping, for one, I don't like people. I have really bad mental problems. So she, <laughs> that was so delayed. Uh, it was like, some, it, was del- it was a freeze. And like, it just led up to the suspense. Like, oh, I've got like- mental problems. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> So, but like she takes care of all that because she knows that I do. So, you know what I mean? Like, so it's one of those things that it's, it's, it's like you, you also said it's a hundred, a hundred and 50, 50, you know, there are things that I don't like doing, but I still will do them if I have to, but she does most of it because I mean, like she's just better at it. No, so that's what, sorry. We as women are expected to clean the house and take care of the kids and go to school functions, games, concerts, anything that has to do with that. But my problem with that is, is the fact that when I busted my ass at work and he stayed at home because he has PT terrible I clean and serious. Like after his last comment, his PTSD. There is no going out to dinner with my husband. There is no doing this because there's not certain few things we can do without triggering something. And my biggest thing is we're expected to do that, but when I did everything and I came home from work and I still did everything and he back in the floor, I had to acknowledge thank you for doing that, even though that's all you do. Yeah. Well, me, he said it. You know, He'll do it if he has to. <laughs> and that's where I'm at. I mean, because Brendan will too. He'll do anything he needs to if he has to. I think for collectively most of us, what we want is to not have to force you into doing something. Right. It's to recognize not splitting duties. I mean, I cook. I am a good cook. I love to cook. But I love, I hate being obligated to cook because I am the only person in my house that can cook. So Mm. it is a given that seven days a week I am cooking something to put in those people's mouths because they can't cook. But to recognize what else needs to be done and do it and not expect something in return. Yeah. Or taking something off of what else you should be doing because I did this. And I think there's a, a Gallup poll that I read a few weeks ago, and I actually pulled it up before that came out last year, and it's specifically on this very subject, and it's splitting duties in the household. And most of the duties were weighted 60% or higher in the women's favor throughout the household, whether it's even down to yard work on some of it. So just... Oh, no, I like yard work. (laughs) My wife does, too. My wife uses, my wife uses, like, she, she loves mowing the grass. 
and, Me and, too. I, and I hate because that she loves mowing the grass, but it gives her that away time from the babies. I mean, and, and that's you. honestly, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. And she tells me, I'll be like, I'm going to mow grass. And she's like, no, I'll do it. And she's like genuinely excited to do it. But in my mind, I'm like, but you don't mow straight lines. <laughs> but, How do you think she feels when you're vacuuming her sleep? Hey, I, you can, you can speak for TJ. I promise you, you will not get any kind of clean better than Ingram clean. Is that, is it? Oh, oh goodness. No. No, you, you get your little bucket and a rag and every square inch. Every square every inch, you're scrubbing baseboards with scrub. toothbrushes. So so I promise you, I can clean mm-hmm. a lot better than my wife can in a lot of aspects. And that's one thing that, like, working in the marine industry, like, I had to watch because I would come home and I would critique every little thing that she did. Oh, you yeah. dusted? Well, you know, there's there's still dust up there on that ceiling fan. You know, <laughs> you know, and that was kind of my job as, you know, working on the river. You know, I was over, you know, I was the overseer of making sure that stuff got done. So you're, you're critiquing because the last thing you want, want, you know, to happen is that next crew to come in and, and bitch about something not being clean. So that's one thing I can say now. Now, when I clean, Blake cleans, okay? <laughs> well, Blake, let me ask you this because we talked about this before. You know, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? You know, do you want to have peace or do you want to, you know, because there have been plenty of times I'm like, oh, man, I appreciate you, baby. Thanks for doing that. And look, okay, she's gone. Now, let me do this right. Jesus, Lord, look at this, (laughs) you know. But I think I need to amend my statement from earlier. It's not 50-50. It's not just 100-100. It's a fluid thing because my wife and I have, you know, switched roles several times, you know, and she's an old Southern lady. She does not like anybody in her kitchen. But there are some times, you know, her feet are hurting and she's tired and I got to figure something out, yeah. you know. So it's it's a sliding scale, right? It may be 60-40, but don't let it stay 60-40 and right. definitely don't just assume that, you know, well, because of how the society is, it should be 60-40, you know. Right. But that's the conversation that has to happen between you as a couple. Right. Like you and two have to figure out. And it's going to lead to something bad. Right. And that's one thing I've noticed, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I know with my wife, I'm sure it's with a, a lot of your women, you know, women as well. But, like, when a man just steps up and just does something, like, y'all appreciate appreciate that so much. I mean, and that's something I've, I've noticed with my wife is, you know, used to, like, kind of like TJ, I'd leave that vacuum cleaner out out in the middle of the floor, you know, I'm all oh, sorry, but I forgot to put that up. I've been busy today, you know, washing them dishes and, you know, sweeping, mopping, folding laundry, you know. Give me my but, credit. Love me. Yeah, and and that's the thing. And, and that's something, like I said, you know, like reading through some, you know, some self-help books and stuff and, and, and trying to grow as a person. Like, like now I, I do things and – not expect anything, uh, some gratitude, uh, Out loud uh, anyway. a, a pat on the back or, or whatever the case may be. Expect, you know, a good night of sex because of it. I mean, just like for the example, like the other night, you know, I, I think I gave Tucker a bath, or my son a bath. And, you know, that, that night she was just like, thank you so much for giving him a bath. And I was like, oh, so you know, no thing. The thing you know, is, though, it's fine. But when she's doing it, do you ever tell her thank you for giving him a bath? No. <laughs> no, I'll be honest. No, you know, I mean, no, because it's expected. Right? Yeah, it's, it's it is. It's, it is expected. It's that sixty percent creeping it's, out. It's that. Yeah. It's that weighted one side, you know. And that, like I said, that's something I I've realized. Something really quick. So when I said, when you asked, you think that stay-at-home moms should do more of the responsibility. 
and I said yes, that doesn't mean that I think they should be doing everything. No, For absolutely months, not. I stayed at home when we moved to Arizona because my husband had to go to his captain's career course there. And so because we're only there for six months, there was no reason for me to try to get a nursing job for six right. months. So I stayed at home with the kids and there were several days that he come home that the house wasn't cleaned up because all day long I had been with, you know, eight month olds, like trying to keep them from killing themselves because they were climbing on everything. And, and sometimes I didn't have supper cooked and usually he would come in and he would give the kids a bath and then watch them so I could go take a shower or whatever, you know, to have some time away. Wow. But I didn't want to try to thank them saying because of that's a hard job. I would prefer to work Me and too. be at home with my kids later than be at home with my kids nonstop all day. Gives y'all that chance. And I love that, that sense of freedom. I'm not wired to be a stay at home mom. I never have been. I've been at home with my kids for some. Now COVID has forced me into that. I've been working my because I travel a tremendous amount on my job. I've not been on the road for over a year. I work five days a week in my office at home that has and see that's brought a new challenge to us because my job demands a lot of me there are days that I never even even though I stare in my kitchen from my office there are days I never get up to get lunch because I'm too busy but yet because I've been home and I've been sitting there it's still expected that dinner falls on me even though I can't even form a coherent sentence at the end of some days because it's just been so busy but just recognizing what needs to be done. And like he said, not delegating, this is your job and I'm not going to do it because this is your job. Recognizing that something needs to be done and doing it without expecting a reward or praise for it. In the end, that's all. Do it because you're you're a man. Because it it needs to be done. Do it because you're, you know, a a woman in a cage. Look at that. Flex. Uh-huh. If you do expect it though, and you want that, then you should just make sure that you're doing the yeah. same to your wife. You know, yeah. she's cleaning yeah. the house every day, and she's got supper cooked for you when you come home. You know, say, "Hey, thanks, babe, for doing that. I appreciate that." Right. Because then all of a sudden, it's not like you've expected it from her. It's right. that you appreciate and you realize what she's doing. Right. Wait, Brandon and I. <laughs> Brandon and I almost got a divorce four years ago because of this subject. About expecting? It, it's it's not. I love doing what I do. I love all four of my children. I love. We just bought a. We literally just moved in, and I love doing it. And I love my stuff to be clean, neat, put away. I'm OCD, but it's if he. If I do not show him appreciation, he gets pissed off. He shows me none for years, and then it's just expected of me. And I can't, like, we had to do, like, the whole, like, we left each other. I couldn't deal with it anymore. Right. Have y'all taken that love language quiz? Are y'all consistently talking about what you want from each other? You know, because you, you got to, like I say, you, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. Well, this- I will say now that our that our communication is a lot better now than it was four years ago. Uh, four years ago is when I got out of the military and I'll, and I'll take all that. Like, I'll take the blame. I'll take 100% of the blame because that was on me. 
because again, I do have problems. And about four years ago, I was in a really dark spot in my own head. And basically, I didn't talk to nobody. I just shut down. You know, again, I take all that on myself because I didn't show any appreciation. I just expected it. But I also didn't say that I had issues. You know what I mean? And when she would voice her issues, I would basically just... They weren't as bad as yours. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one thing I have, I'm bad about doing, and I really work on, is downplaying other people's hardships and issues. Mm-hmm. I even do it with the kids, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know, you didn't have it near as bad as I did, you know, and I, and I do it with my wife, like, you think your day was bad? And that's something that I, I, I try to, I try to work on daily, and I, and I, I think I've gotten a lot better. Oh, you're just mm-hmm. an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not quiet, but, but anyway, but, I mean, but, but really, like in conclusion, to me is is I can openly admit that my wife is a much better spouse than I am, and that gives me something to work for. Well, he, every he's, day. Well, you. Stand. I mean, really, she knows me. Much Dude, that's how he gets her. it every night. Folks. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, steadily yeah, like, really. that's what we talk, like, sweet talking me over. Boy, he's yeah. he been he been he been mixing that that brownie batter all night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, boy. Don't put them in the oven, boy. You can try to get some brownie points. Go ahead. Hang on. Tell her to watch But that's, that's, I love how you said that because it's like that starving kids in Africa thing, you know? Like Dave Chappelle has a hilarious joke where he's talking. I'm sure I'm going to butcher it. But he's talking about this joke about, like, man, I'm hungry. Talking to his friend. And his friend was like, well, you know, there are starving kids in Africa. He was like, so what? I'm still. I still want lunch. <laughs> my problems are my problems. Right. And looking at, looking at it, you know, it's helped me with my kids. Like looking at them, and instead of going back to, you know, back in my day, just realizing that their current problems are as big to us as our problems were then. But that's where the communication. And just like he was talking about, he had problems. He took that all on himself. Big Brandon over there with the beautiful beard. Oh yeah. You recognizing that is half the battle. Understanding that all of this, because you weren't right and you behave a certain way because you had some things going on, look how it affected everyone else that's under under your protection, right? I, yeah, I think one thing like, like Brandon should have done, I know that, that my wife tells me, is like, I'm here for a reason. If you if you feel like you're going through these hard times with be something dealing with, with my kids and all that, it's like, I'm here. You put it all on me and, and I can handle it and I'll help you. And that's something hard for me to do is rely on her because for so long I didn't rely on anybody but myself and I, I was I was good so I thought you know and that's another thing I work on is dependent on her because she can help me you know see mine was from <clears throat> from my military past you know like I I've, I've seen a lot of things I've done a lot of things and to 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 me at that point in time is when. I got out of the military. I thought I was going to be fine. I was like, man, I was a civilian before. I'll, I'll go right into it. You know, and then it hit me that, no, it's it's not the same. You know what I mean? And basically at that point in time, I was going through all those issues. And basically, I those are my issues. Those aren't her issues. Those are my issues. But I was still taking them out on her and not even telling her. You know what I mean? And, you know, yeah, you know, after that, you know, I got the help that I needed. And 
after that, I basically vowed that if I have an issue, I'm going to tell her. You know, like she is, when I tell you that she's my rock, she's my rock. Because I've I've lost control a couple of times, you know what I mean? And like one of the times, like pretty much if I ever lose control, she's been the only person to ever calm me down. And basically I say that because now she knows everything. You know, even the things that I won't tell other people, she knows. So when I do lose it now, you know, she she's she's there and so now you know that's and that's why i say our communication is is probably a hundred percent better and that's mainly because a hundred percent of that's on me because even when she was trying to communicate with me i was just not listening or i was just shutting down myself and i wouldn't communicate at all right well hey guys we'll be right back And there we are. We are back. Had to take a little break there. Little little break. But guys, I said we're gonna kinda of run this thing down, man. It's it's going on an hour and thirty minutes. I definitely think it's something that we could do a part two of or, or definitely get get you guys in here to do some more episodes. I mean, I legitimately enjoyed that. Um I said I I was kinda of wondering how it was gonna go. We've had a little bit of I can tell a little uh, you know, glitchy, you know, sound you know, problems, but we'll, we'll get that worked out for sure. Like I said, I want to thank each and every single one of you for, for taking your time out from since like 5 o'clock this afternoon <laughs> to help work some of the kinks out. And uh, like I said, we'll definitely, definitely do it again. And for anybody that's watching, make sure that you go to Dad Tough Podcast Facebook page. Smash that like and subscribe button. Like my son says, ring that notification bell. <laughs> and subscribe guys it, it it you know it helps me out a lot for for you guys to you know like share subscribe it, it helps me and, and i do appreciate it that's what uh what gets my episodes out there and what helps me create more episodes uh but like i said i do appreciate everybody being here and if anybody ain't got anything else we're gonna we're gonna run her down mm-hmm. thanks right. for having Sounds me good. Yeah, thanks for having me on man yes sir All right. Well, guys, until next time, stay dad tough. Yes. Thanks for tuning in to Dad Tough. If you liked the episode, don't forget to like and follow the Dad Tough podcast on Facebook and YouTube. You can also listen to every episode on all major platforms. Have an interest in being on the show or want advertising? Reach out by email at dadtoughpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, guys, stay dad tough.